Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, we're going to be talking about how to find or create work that you love. As we do every week, welcome into 48 Days Online Radio. This episode 280. Our theme for today is Don't Be Careful. What do you think about that? Don't be careful. You know how often when you're just leaving somewhere, people say, Hey, be careful. You walk out the door, your mama says, Hey, be careful. You're leaving on a trip. Hey, be careful. Well, we're going to talk about Don't Be Careful. And more. Our sponsor today is Harry's. Harry's.com, our friends there. Provide the greatest razor in the world. If you go to harrys.com, use 48 days as a code. You'll get $5 off your purchase. I'll tell you a little bit more about the cool selections they've got right now here in a little bit. Don't be careful. Well, here's some of the questions that we want to address this week. Got a whole bunch of them. I've been traveling uh, quite a bit, and the questions have just seemed to stack up there. So uh, we'll get through what we can and save some others for another day. Somebody says, I have to attend Escaping Shawshank. Now, that's an event we've got coming up in August, but got a really cool input from a young man about why he's going to get there, and we'll share that with you. Somebody says, I'm I'm becoming more and more afraid for my kids as they are going through public school. How can I pursue my dreams when I'm paying off student debt and buying off-brand macaroni and cheese and still just trying to figure out my life? Dan, how can we change what we feel we deserve? A couple weeks ago, I talked about a shared question from a young man named Ray who said that he knows he sabotages success because he doesn't feel he deserves it. That's such a common, common theme. We'll talk about that a little bit. Dan, I really want to make $150,000 plus this year. I saw your interview with Michael Hyatt about how to do that. Do you really think someone can do this starting nearly from scratch? All right, we'll look at that. Well, here's our quotation for today. comes from A.G. Buckman, who said, Monotony is the awful reward of the careful. Now, think about that a little bit. I said, don't be careful. Now, monotony is the awful reward of the careful. Sometimes we just, if we you know, don't want to make any mistakes, don't want to have any boo-boos anywhere, we just stay between the lines. Well, guess what? We can be, have a pretty safe, secure, boring, predictable, monotonous life. I know not everybody wants to shake things up and just change the way things are. But uh, to me, the only way I can experience something new, the only way I can have a new thrill is to do something I haven't done before. Got a couple questions that deal with that as well, but we'll come back to that quotation. Now, here's some success stories. A lot of these come from 48days.net. The activities that are taking place there, Jen McDonald shares with me, keeps me, she's my ears and eyes over there to share with me what's going on. Got a lot of really cool things. I'm just going to go through a few here and some more success stories. But Winston Faircloth says, I sent in a question to Dan's podcast asking him about how to leave an organization I co-founded to start my own business when a non-compete was in force. His advice was to be open and honest, seeking a way to support their needs while starting my own business. 
Almost a year to the date, I presented a final recommendation to our board on how to transition out of my duties. Rather than seek to negotiate an exit, I suggested that I would work for whatever transition period they would request. In return, I wanted to be open with our customers about my impending change so that when we so that we could co-create a solution which would complement my current employer. Was it scary to be so vulnerable and open? You bet. But many of the board members came up to me afterwards saying how ethical and honest the exchange had been. Last week, I firmly announced my departure date later this year, and the excitement is just beginning. I deposited a check last month for my first customer, was specifically invited to send in a proposal to our National Trade Association last week. Thanks, Dan, for your inspiration, wisdom, and faith. Well, congratulations, Winston, on making your changes. You know, knowledge is one thing, but as we talk about so many times here, understanding and application are what will, in fact, change your life. And you've done that well. Congratulations. Leanne Zotis says, I've taken the scary, exciting first step of launching my first book, Vital Women, Inspiring Life-Changing Goals One Small Step at a Time, as an e-book on Amazon. I have a feeling that might be the easy part. The real challenge starts now when I try to figure out how to market it and keep it out front. Gathering tips from the forums here and everywhere else I can think of. What a great way to live an energizing life. I would like to do well in this endeavor, but I must admit just getting this far has been a thrill. Well, that was Leanne Zotas' new book. And again, you can check all these out on 48days.net, the activity there. We've got so many people releasing new books. It's Hard to keep up, but uh, congratulations to everybody who has done that. I mean, I know the work that it takes to get something that to that point. Actually, birth a little project like that, even if it's a little ebook, it takes a lot of work and effort, and then the details that have to be addressed to get it to that point. So, I commend any of you who are doing that. David Soto Jr. says, "I made the best sellers list for Paleo again." Um, I owe it to the great reviews I got. You can read them via the link. Well, again, another book. It's The Complete Guide to Primitive Eating is David's title. The Complete Guide to Primitive Eating. Another ebook out there. Gabriel Avilas says his book. Um, well, let me get to it here. Well, geez, I don't see the title. I know it has to do with money and self-help money, but I don't see the title of his book. I'm thrilled to share that during my first Kindle free day, over 1,200 uh, downloads took place. Uh, having, he's having another free day, and I'll have to get the title of Gabriel's book. I can't bring it to mind. I know that uh, I know that I read the manuscript. I'm not sure what I might even have done an endorsement on that one, but uh, he's got a new book out. You can check that out. Javana Ellison started, uh, she says that she uh, is announcing she just started her Maximum Potential Academy, better known as MPA, is an online university, provides coaching, resources, and accountability. You know, I'm going to check here because I just shot her a note. I haven't gotten a response yet. Um, provides coaching, resources, and accountability for high achievers. I'll personally be leading the group. Now, this is Giovanna talking. She'll be leading the group, the live coaching call once a month. You also have access to her in the private online forum. Anyway, she she's one of our coaches, and, and she started this Maximum Potential Academy. It's $35 a month, so it's a low price to be involved with other high achievers, and she certainly is one who attracts high achievers. I'm going to have Giovanna come to our Coaching with Excellence event, May 21st and 22nd, and share 
what happened in her first year of coaching. She came to Coaching with Excellence last year, and her success has just skyrocketed, the things that she's doing. Now, in this group, now I'd ask her, um, I'll, I'll get an update, but in this group, she opened the group up, and in like the first seven days, she had 241 people sign up. I mean, you do the math, and that's a pretty, um, that's a pretty good thing to have in under your belt that just sits there month after month after month. Our goal is to get that to 500. I mean, she's very open about that. It's going to be a group of 500 people, $35 a month. Yeah, that'll work. So I'm going to have her come and share. If you're signed up to come to Coaching with Excellence, May 21st and 22nd, you're going to get a chance to meet her and pick her brain. Ask her what she did to get the kind of traction that she's gotten. Uh, she has high-level coaching packages. Um, she uh, had talked to me yesterday about a, a lady that I sent her that I didn't particularly want to work with. And the lady signed up for a $7,500 package, and she's so thrilled with what's happened. She asked Giovanna to coach her the rest of the year, and Giovanna said, yes, it's going to be another $10,000. And the lady said, great, I'll send you the check. I mean, those are the kind of things, the kind of stories that we're getting. So if you want to check out Giovanna's group, Maximum Potential Academy, you can find that in 48days.net or just go to Giovanna Ellison, her website, easy to find, great group to be involved in. And again, if you're coming to Coaching with Excellence, you get a chance to meet her and pick her brain. Julie Carr says, I wanted to share a success that's been 12 years in the making. Success is not all mine, but I'm in the mix of it all. I love this story. Julie says, my husband, Chris, just finished a photo shoot with American Motorcyclist magazine. It will be featured in the May-June issue. He was also on the cover last summer. The photo shoot is to feature his work and expertise as an artist and creative when it comes to restoring vintage motorcycles. He and our son, Noah, will be conducting a training seminar in the process of designing a website for her dad that will feature his work along with short training videos as he's all self-taught in vintage motorcycle restoration. Needless to say, this is a family event and a family celebration. What is so cool is that it all began in a very small garage 12 years ago with an old rusted motorcycle that he bought for $100. During the day, he's a a corporate guy, and in his off time and weekends, he's a designer and artist. It started very small, talking with friends, making connections, reaching out and collaborating, learning new skills, being extremely Extremely persistent and tenacious, slowly the dots begin to connect. We all know as entrepreneurs there's no ready-to-use roadmap. We often want to rush to the finish line of our desired destination, not realizing that by rushing we may miss some of the greatest opportunities and moments that shape the person we become along the way. So kudos to my hubby for sticking it out and staying true to his vision. It's been 12 years now, but he's beginning to see all of the grand possibilities from his stick to For all who feel discouraged that things aren't moving as fast as they should or could, rock on. It will happen, and this is most likely happening every day that you choose to take that step forward. It may even turn into something that's better than you imagine. Julie. Well, Julie, golly, I love that. You're sharing the story about your husband, Chris, restoring vintage motorcycles. Hey, I'm one of these guys. I love watching those shows on TV. I mean, late night, I mean, that's where I'm going to go and not going to be CNN. I'm going to be watching those old counting cars. Uh, I, I watched just recently, I watched a whole lot of the uh, Barrett Jackson live auction, selling old vintage cars. Uh, I want to go to that next year. That's on my bucket list to go to the Barrett Jackson auction in Palm Springs. So 
Love these stories about somebody who found their niche, found a sweet spot, and is doing something with it. Will Frazier says, thanks for the opportunity to share our victories. I've learned, I've leaned heavily on what Dan has taught and the materials he's put out to begin my business as a career coach. Today, I met with a prospect seeking my services as a career coach, and at the end of our 30 minutes together, I had my first paying client who purchased a coaching package from me. This all fell in place because Dan gave me permission to develop a minimally viable product. There is podcast with Michael Hyatt. That's the podcast. Uh, Michael and Gail, we had dinner with them just last night as I'm recording this, and he's doing a big webinar, and he's going to be referring people to that podcast interview, that interview we did again on how to make $150,000 a year. He says it's the most watched video that they've had in their uh, Platform University, but you can access that easily. Just go to michaelhyatt.com if you want to watch that video on how to make $150,000 a year. That seems to continue to get a whole lot of traction out there, and it's been a topic of interest that I've been asked to present again and again and again at conferences. I just got back from launch in Orlando, where, again, that's what they wanted me to present there. So check that out. But anyway, uh, Will says that he learned how to create a minimally viable product. Now, what... In, in that interview, I talk about that. That's a term that comes from Lean Startup by Eric Reese. But don't wait until it's perfect. If you're writing a book, it'll never be perfect. If you're doing a piece of art, it'll never be perfect. If you're going to develop an online course, it'll never be perfect. Get it out there. You can massage it, improve it as you go along. That's how I've released every single product I've ever done. So Will says, thanks, Dan, for helping me remove the barriers of perfectionism, giving me permission to figure it out as I go. Today I've been tapped on the shoulder, as Ken Davis shared with you, in The Glory of God is Man Fully Alive, podcast I did a couple weeks ago. Well, thanks, Will, for sharing that. That's awesome. And Jen McDonald has multiple things. She says, just finished up doing several talks this past week. Wanted to give a thanks shout-out to Dan Mellor, Jill Davis, and Kent Julian as well as provide some great information for those looking to bring extra income to their speaking business. As these four things have made a huge difference in me leaving my job to speaking full time. Uh, One is the DISC certification program. Dan, thanks for providing the DISC certification program. It didn't take me more than four hours to complete it. I was thrilled to now be DISC certified. Uh, It's nice to be empowered to not only offer the personality profiles from my site, but also be able to give workshops and offer to group coaching clients. Now, the DISC certification program is part of our coaching mastery program, but you can do it just individually. You can just go take the DISC certification if you want to, but it's something that we expect all of our coaches to do so they really understand the people that they're working with as well as understanding yourself. I mean, one of the big ways of the big steps to coaching effectively is first understand yourself. Know thyself, and to thine own self be true, then thou canst not be false to any man. Well, we can go off into cliches there that embrace that, but we think it's important to know yourself, and the DIS certification allows you to do that. Uh, Killer keynote. This is a note to Kent Julian. Jen says, used Kent's anchor techniques for a new talk that I developed around. Uh, The anchors have not only made the talks engaging and fun for the audience, but really allowed them to remember what they learned through the stories. And, again, you can go to Speak It Forward to get information on Kent Julian and how he helps people develop those anchor techniques in the presentations that they're doing so they are memorable and engaging. 
then she says the another resource is workshop in a box jill davis oh my gosh you just rock sister i can't thank you enough for the awesome workshop you put together not only have i gotten booked at my highest rate ever to a brand new audience because i have a workshop ready to go with my keynote but I also was able to use your content to put together a great keynote around understanding personality profiles. She goes on with that. Now, Jill's site where she has her workshop in a box is theworkshopbox.com. Theworkshopbox.com. Jill Davis has some programs she's offering. So if you're a beginning coach or speaker and you need kind of a, a set package to present to make you walk in and look like a pro, you can get one of Jill's workshop in a box and then speaker list build one of the things that jen does is help people list build their list and she has at the ironjen.com slash list build you can find information about how she can help you build your list well we could go on and on here but we're gonna take a just bring up queen there to share with us we're the champions love this little segment where we look at how you can be one of the champions how you can be in this group where yes you are one of the champions hey if you got a success story uh, you can share it in the 48days.net group you can um, shoot it to me directly at askdan.com askdan.com I got carried away listening to music here of the world the address to send me a success story directly is askdan at 48days.com. There we go. That's what it is. Well, let's move on here. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit more about Harry's. You know, Harry's is the razor that I use. Uh, we, we have given these. Of course, I've given them to my sons, my son-in-law, and a whole lot of other people. Every time somebody mentions that I pull one out here, I keep a stack of them in my, my office. Now, don't... Just everybody jump up and request one from me. Get your own. But I have given a whole lot of them away. And I just buy them. I buy them because they're so inexpensive. And I just think they're a cool gift to give away. So every time somebody mentions hearing me talk about it, I say, hey, do you have one yet? Nope. Well, here it is, man. You need to have one of these. Anyway, Harry's. My, this was started by a couple guys who are just passionate about creating a better shaving experience. And they do exactly that. I mean, I love the way the thing feels. I'm not one to get caught up in these kind of things typically, but this is just something that I've really enjoyed personally, connected with the company, and we love sharing with you uh, what it's all about. The starter kit is only 15 bucks. That includes the razor, three blades, your choice of one of the shaving creams or foaming shave gel, whichever you prefer. And then not only is it only 15 bucks, but if you use my code, you get $5 off. So you get $5 off your first purchase. So go ahead and go to harrys.com, use 48 days as a code. You're going to get that $5 off your purchase. Now, we've been building toward an episode that we're going to devote entirely to answering the question, why do the rich get richer and the poor get poorer? And that's going to be next week. That's going to be next week's episode, May 1st. I mean, I I don't know how I'm going to condense the information you all have sent. On your opinions about why the rich get, I'm going to have to go through and and see some patterns and trends and try to share that because in 48 minutes I could not possibly go through a tenth of what you all have sent. So again, thank you so much for your submissions on that. If you got a last minute thing you want to get in, again you can just shoot that in to askdan 
at 48days.com. Why do the rich get richer and the poor get poor? We're going to devote an episode to that next week, just that one topic alone. All right, let's move on to some other questions. This comes from Curtis, who says, on last week's show, someone wrote in thanking you for all the wisdom you've imparted into them through the years, and he was able to do the same to his son, who's in the band Hippocampus. Well, I was checking the musical lineup of Lollapalooza, a huge multi-band concert end of July, and was excited to see Hippocampus in the lineup. I immediately pulled them up on the Spotify app and have been grooving out to them at work. I'm very excited to see them live in July. 48 Days helped me connect to some new, cool music. Thanks, Curtis. Well, th- thanks for sharing that. I love these little things about where people connect with others and support their success, pass it on to kids. I was having a conversation with my son, Kevin, this week. We're talking about the, he now hosts the Zig Ziglar podcast. I mean, how cool is that? Kevin grew up listening to Zig Ziglar, had his attitude adjustments along the way by listening to Zig and reporting on it. And a lot of those principles became just part and parcel of who he was or that he didn't even realize. And now that he's listening to Zig Ziglar clips again, he remembers, wow, I heard that when I was a little kid. Wow, my dad kept telling me. You know, about stinking thinking and check up from the neck up and getting cooked in the squat and the pump and all those kind of things. He realizes because they were so repetitive when he was a little kid, they just became part of who he is. And what an honor to now actually be hosting the Zig Ziglar podcast. That's the way that we want it to, to work. You learn the principles, understand them, apply them. And guess what? It inevitably is going to affect your family, your friends, your children, and just move on from there. Now, Jake says, I've tried looking for a book I heard you talk about on your podcast, but I heard of it maybe six months ago, and I don't remember now what the book was. I remember Dan mentioning it's like jumping into a cold shower. You know it won't hurt you, but you're kind of afraid of it regardless. Do something you've never done before. What was that book? Well, that book was Flinch. It's called The Flinch. And uh, it's by Julian Smith. You can find it easily. Go to Amazon. It's available only in a Kindle edition. I have it on my phone loaded there because if I'm sitting, you know, waiting at an airport or even sometimes at a red light, you know, I'll pull it up and just read a little bit. It's a fairly short little book, The Flinch. And it's that principle, just as you lay it out, Jack, that sometimes, you know, we stop just as we're ready to do something new, have a new experience, try something we've not done before. And then, ooh, we flinch and we stop there. Well, this little book encourages, if you get through the flinch, it's going to open you up to a whole lot of new opportunities. Love it. Now, this comes from Caleb. This is really significant in not only his sharing and his stating his goal, but also in the principle that it kind of lays out for all of us. Caleb Ham says, I've been listening to your 48 Days podcast for a couple years now. Tonight, I was catching up on some missed episodes And I was struck by the title of one of your episodes. I'm reading, listening, and learning, but my life hasn't changed. The title alone resonated with how I've been feeling. During this podcast, you mentioned escaping Shawshank. I was so intrigued by this event, I had to pause it immediately and figure out how I could attend. First off, well, anyway, he says the event and why I need to go. He put a post on 48days.net now, too, about why he is going to attend Escaping Shawshank. 
Now, you've heard me talk about that. There's a wonderful, wonderful little trailer. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's less than two minutes long. Go to EscapingShawshank.com, and you'll see why we're getting so much buzz about this event and why I showed this last week at the launch conference in Orlando. And, I mean, there were audible gasps through the room as people watched it. Now, I, you know, we're, we are absolutely thrilled about anticipating this, something that my wife Joanne and I, along with Carrie Oberbrenner, are going to do. We may have some surprise guests there as well, some that you could probably guess based on the theme that we're doing. But uh, we're going to have an amazing time, two days to walk through what is it that's holding you back. But now back to Caleb's question here. Caleb says, now I want you to really listen to how important this is. The seminar is not inexpensive. Well, let me just read Caleb's input. I've never invested in a seminar, and I feel like I'm at a pivotal point in my life. I'm 28 years old. I make $10 an hour, have no degree, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm capable of great impact and meaningful work. I don't say this lightly or with any sense of entitlement. I'm confused, stuck, anxious, and excited about the future, but know that without a change in habit, I'm destined to repeat my past mistakes and fruitless behaviors. I don't see the conference as being the cure to all the maladies of life, but a foundational starting point for growth and freedom. I simply need your advice and assistance to get there. And he says, how I plan to get there. I'm a semi-professional photographer and mostly shoot friends' weddings and portraits. I live in the Jacksonville, Florida area. I'm moving houses. Rent is increasing. Money is already fairly tight. My goal is to shoot 10-plus sessions at an average of $150 per event or more depending on the event over the next six weeks to take advantage of the early bird registration period for escaping Shawshank. I'll work as hard as I need to, to make this happen. Working more hours in my current job is not an option. I feel like I've never taken the purposeful leaf to approach my photography as an income producing skill because I wanted the ideal role, shoot, play an opportunity, etc. Now I don't care. I know I can produce great images. I know I want to grow and change. I know I need to attend this conference, and I feel like this may be the best tool to get me there. Now, he's asking for advice and leads if you're in the Jacksonville, Florida area. I'd love to help Caleb get his 10 sessions lined up. $150 each, I mean, that is very, very inexpensive. That that ought to, you know, in a 20-minute in a shoot to do a couple shots, uh, it ought to be worth $150. But anyway, please, let's help Caleb do this. Honor his heart and his plan. We, we've heard so many stories here about people who did get the knowledge. They got their own understanding and provided an application. I mean, those are the three steps. Knowledge, understanding, application. And we're hearing again and again and again here week after week about people who learned something new and created a plan of action and walked it out. I mean, when we have Giovanna Ellison come up for Coaching with Excellence, I mean, I don't want to just know what she knows about coaching. I want to know what she did, why she came to the event, the same event that a lot of other people came to. She created a plan, and she's got massive results in what she's done. I mean, I hesitate to share some of her the financial goals she's hit because it's been so astounding. But I wanted you to hear it from her. And if you're going to join us here for Coaching with Excellence, you'll have a chance to do that. But, you know, the the stories you hear here are about people who have taken massive action. 
And what Caleb is laying out, I love that. Making $10 an hour, that's not a lot. There's not a lot of room in that, obviously, for going to workshops, seminars, getting a coach, buying books, the kind of things that we want to do to change where we are. But he says, I'm going to do it, and this is my plan. Ten events, $150 each, it's $1,500, he's in. He can come, the early bird registration for escaping Shawshank, he's in. Now, here's the deal with an event like this. At launch last week in Orlando, I had a participant ask me about what other conferences he should go to this year. He's on a very limited budget. He quit his job, so he's already just living on savings. But he really wants to get up and running, get up quickly, wondering what other events he should go to. Here's what I told him. I said, I want you to take some of what you've learned here at this conference at launch, apply it, make some money, and then reward yourself by using some of that money to go to another conference. Now, some people would think, wow, don't I just want to sell conferences? No, I don't want to just sell conferences. I want people to see that as something that changes their life and in applying what they learn. I mean, you've heard me talk about how I expect people to get a 10x return. So if somebody comes to a conference that costs $1,000, I expect them to make $10,000 yet this year as a result of coming. So you can decide. Now, here, here's the thing. You know, sometimes people talk about going to a conference. Oh, wow, that's really expensive. Well, be careful how you frame your words around that. If you go to a conference that cost $1,000 and you get a $20,000 return, was that conference expensive? No, it was valuable. If, if you buy a car, you can buy a car that's very expensive because it starts to depreciate from day one. It was an expense. But if you do something that transforms your own success, it's valuable. So when we talk about a book, getting a coach, going to a conference, if your life doesn't change, then it was, in fact, very expensive. But if your life changed, like some of the stories that we hear here week after week, then it was valuable. So anticipate a conference as being valuable, but I'm not one to say, hey, just you know, keep spending money going to conferences, buying books, and getting coaches. No. Each one of those ought to propel your success in just an exponential way as you move forward. That's what I expect. And, that, and so when somebody comes to a conference and they say, hey, I want to come to your you know, next conference or three of your conferences next year, I'm going to challenge them. I don't want to see you back here unless you've implemented what you learned at the conference you're at right now so that it increased your income enough to justify going to another conference. I mean, that's certainly what I do. I don't just go to conferences indiscriminately. I go to conferences because they have opened the door to increase my success in any way that you want to define it. And in doing so, that allows me to go to more conferences and buy more books and get more personal coaching, as I certainly do. Well, let me move on. Thomas says, lately I've been becoming more and more afraid for my kids as they're going through public school. We don't have the resources to privately educate them, and both me and my wife are currently working full-time, so homeschooling isn't an option. Just this week, when I was helping with their homework, I was astounded to see how all of the work they're doing wasn't put in any context. They aren't being told why they're learning anything. My oldest daughter, who's a natural dancer and free spirit, 
is being forced to sit in a chair for hours and do mindless memorization of things like Greek and Roman names for social studies. They don't even tell her why she needs to know them. My youngest is a bright, creative girl, and she's told that she needs to read and then fill in the blanks for her homework. No reasons given or what the point is. So what can we do to help my girls explore their natural talents, skills, and abilities to prepare them for a world that requires the exact opposite things they're learning in school? Do you have any plans for a kid's version of 48 days to learning work they love? Maybe a summer school camp. I'll bring them to Nashville as soon as you do. The only thing I can do now is try to launch a business where I can free up enough time for my wife or me to take over the training of our daughters. They're being molded to conform, memorize, do exactly what they're told, and create predictable things. Thanks for everything. Thomas, ouch, 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 ouch. Golly, I just grieve when I read through that because it's so true and so common. I mean, we're, we're going to see a massive transformation of education. A couple weeks ago, I had the privilege of meeting Bree Pettis, who was the founder of MakerBot. He was a school teacher, and then he developed the, the first really popular 3D printer, sold the company for $403 million. I asked him, I said, as a teacher, you recognize we really don't foster innovation and creativity in the classroom. What can we do to do that? And, and I, 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 again, will not quote him directly. Uh, it's not the kind of language that I use here. But it was so profound. He slapped his head. He said, I think we ought to close schools for two years. Just close them totally. It forced us to come up with better solutions than what we have now. Now, this, uh, Thomas, again, there's so many things you can do as parents. You and your wife can do, even if your girls are involved in public school. I mean, ultimately, their learning is going to be shaped by what you and your wife do. You have way more influence. Perhaps not more time, but you should have more influence. So make sure that you are leading the educational process that your girls are going through, that you're exposing them to things and explaining why this is important. You know, when you walk out and you look at the stars, I mean, last night the moon was just spectacular. And uh, Jupiter was up there. I mean, when you when you look at things like that, they ask questions. Take the initiative to help them understand. You know, go to an observatory. Help them understand what's happening, why we're part of a massive universe. But take the lead in that. However, you know, this is just one of those great questions where I think, again, I'm going to put it back out to you, the listeners. Get your feedback, and then we'll devote an entire episode to the shared wisdom. I'm doing some some things with my friends, Woody Robertson and the others at College Plus. Uh, they're taking a new innovative look at how we can reshape the college process. People like Mark Cuban providing a lot of input into how we can make it better. Bill Gates, I mean, there's a whole lot of information out there. Uh, maybe we'll take a look at how to pull some of that together and in a way that encourages us all, that regardless of what our resources, that we really can be instrumental in shaping and re- releasing the creativity that all of our children certainly do have. Okay, so there, there's one topic we could certainly put out there. My goodness. Christina says, I'm so grateful for your podcast and books. Uh, while I go back to school, veterinary medical field, how do I find work that will be more fulfilling than my current warehouse job and pay me more than $35,000 a year I currently make? My skills, qualifications, I have an associate's degree in accounting, but I don't desire a desk job unless it's work at home. 
I'm a certified dog trainer working for somebody else in dog training or at the veterinary medical field pays half or less of what I currently make. Any suggestions? Well, here, here's what you have to be careful about, Christine. I mean, you talk about you're going back to school, veterinary medical field, and you're in a job now that's making you $35,000, and you want to do you want to make more than that while you're going to school. For one thing, I mean, $35,000, that's what? That's basically about 18 bucks an hour. I mean, there are a lot of jobs that don't pay that. I mean, you have to have some really clearly defined value or skill to go above that or be doing freelance work. I mean, if you're using your accounting degree, say you got an associate's in accounting, if you're using your accounting degree, sure, you can make 50, 60 bucks an hour as a freelancer doing accounting work for people. So there's that possibility. But don't be too quick to just trash a $35,000 a year job. And especially when you're going back to school in veterinary medical field, what is that going to lead to? I mean, uh, some of the fields that we choose, we have to be realistic about what the financial potential is in that field. I mean, if you're going to go back and become a brain surgeon, that's one thing. But if you're going to go into the veterinary medical field, you know, it's not going to be something where you're going to get rich unless you do something very, very different than what most people in that field are doing. So be realistic about the focus and about the direction that you've chosen to go and what the rewards are there. Now, again, I like to take, you know, common ideas and do something that, you know, most other people in the veterinary medical field are not doing. Certainly there's a lot of potential for doing that, but, um, you know, you're headed in, in a direction, even academically, that's not going to really blow the doors open financially. Um, and I, I would encourage you, while you're in school, rather than trying to start something, just keep a job that you have, paying $35,000 a year. I'd just keep that as a vehicle to allow you to focus on your studies and do really well there. Now, certainly when you finish that degree, that ought to open up some new opportunities. Well, here's a question from Bruce. It says, I've been listening to your podcast for several months. I appreciate your transparent nature and the to-the-point style from your own experiences and from those of others. My question, what do you do when you want to send resumes to individuals with an online presence who have no phone number to call? I would like to help them remotely or virtually without going through an agency. How do you find your help? Thanks in advance. Enjoy your creator today. And that's okay, Bruce. Well, you know, you really don't need a phone number. I mean, it's so easy to get contact information for any company that would be on your targeted list of where you're applying for positions. Now, you seem to imply that you might be applying to companies even like mine where we don't have a big retail presence. You don't walk in the door, you know, meet a receptionist or anything. But it's really easy to get contact information for like me. I have a lot of people contact me who want to do things here. Um, you know, we've, got, you know, we've got about 14 people that do a variety of things, things that I don't do well. They do much better. Most of those people, those are relationships that have been developed over time that's how i find people i rarely no i did when i wanted a bookkeeper i did put out a little note a couple different places on that i had 53 people i think responded to that and i chose a lady that's now been with me for like 10 years uh, bonnie comes in once a month and uh, goes through my book she knows how i think she loves what we do so it's been a great fit those are the kind of relationships that i look for and once somebody is established here they tend to be around for a very long time well, Alyssa says, 
Uh, my friend pa- Paul and Gillen runs All Grown Up. That's G-R-O-A-N, All Grown Up, where he helps 20-somethings like me navigate through the muck of adulthood. In his new book, also titled All Grown Up, Paul shares his story of balancing, chasing his dream of writing a book while working full-time and trying to figure out the post-grad life. Paul's articles went viral, and he's now published two books and is living out the dream he worked so hard for. I suppose my question is, can you talk on the show more about how to help millennials find purpose and meaning at work? How can I pursue my dreams when I'm paying off student loan debt and buying off-brand macaroni and cheese just trying to figure out my life? Thank you, Alyssa. Well, Alyssa, hey, you, you're a ringer here. You, I checked you out a little bit, girl. My gosh. You and your husband, Heath, are doing something that most millennials would dream of doing. They'd think you are living the dream life. I want to know more about how this is panning out for you, but in doing a little checking, I see that you guys got married and decided to live your first life as a honeymoon traveling the country. 50 states, 50 jobs in the first year. Now, what a cool thing. And you're doing some documentary, documentary on, of that and making your money by doing freelance writing. You, you guys have this thing by the tail. Don't tell me that millennials can't find meaning and purpose at work. I love what you guys are doing. I want to hear more about how that's unfolding for you, how close you are to the end of the year and some other things that have happened there. Had, I enjoyed reading on some of your content there about how that's unfolding, troubles you had with the motor home that you're traveling in that sucked up some of the resources that you thought you were going to have to live on and i'll just force you to be more creative but 50 states 50 jobs one day each in the course of a year that's a pretty cool thing you guys are doing so congrats on that now i do think it's possible to pursue dreams even while you're paying off student loan debt and living on ramen noodles and mac and cheese i mean finding your dream is a matter of doing innovative things like you guys are doing Reading, talking to other people, experiencing new things. I mean, those are things that don't require a big budget. You do those, and in the process, you get more and more uh, refinement, more definition on what your dream is and how to move into that. And the thing is, the ironic thing is, people often assume that if they really move into the application of their dream, then they're going to have to continue to live on macaroni and cheese. No, the reverse is usually true. If they're really in that sweet spot, the convergence of your passion, your talent, and where you know there's a market, money shows up in unexpected ways. Money shows up by the truckload if you find the convergence of those three things. So that's certainly the, an ongoing reasonable goal. Hey, thanks for your note. I look forward to more contact with you, Alyssa. James says, a couple weeks ago, you read a letter from Ray who said, I only accept the success I feel I deserve and ask for suggestions on tactics he could use to change his mindset to one where he feels deserving of success. That question really resonated with me. I did what you suggested. I bought a copy of The Millionaire Mind, Thomas Stanley, and I'm reading it now. I would love it if you would do a podcast on this topic. In fact, I know you say that if three people ask you the same question, you develop a product, so I'm asking it also. That makes two. Look forward to hearing more from you on this topic. Thanks for all you do, Jim. That's a great great suggestion and i'll do that i mean your response has been so overwhelming to these themed podcasts where i ask a question we spend one entire podcast this is a great one as well how do we change our mindset 
so that we really do feel like we deserve more. And we see this played out so often. You know, the young football player who comes out of poverty, given a $10 million bonus, and six months later, he's broke or in jail, back in poverty again, killed his opportunity because he didn't think that his what he deserved matches the reality of where he was. Yeah, that does deserve working on. And the millionaire mind is a wonderful resource for that very thing, the millionaire mind. We may use that as kind of a the, the resource, and I'll develop that. I'll announce that as an upcoming segment where we're going to focus on how do we raise our sense of deserving. Sometimes even if we're doing the right things, we get really close to success and sabotage it. We see it played out a lot. Great question. Annie says, Dan, last week you mentioned taking all the comments you compiled from the question, why are the rich getting richer and the poor getting poor and making them into a book or ebook as a longtime student of Dave Ramsey's principles and starting my own business in 2014, based on what you teach, I would love to have the opportunity to talk to you about distilling those comments into an ebook to sell as a product. Feel free to drop me a line. If that is something you're interested in, Thanks for all you're doing for inspiring me to get out of a job I hated teaching and transition into a career much better suited for me, writer and editor. All the best, Annie. Well, Annie, thanks for your note. And I want—I pulled that out just as an example. I know some of the work that you've done, Annie. I certainly respect that. And I may, in fact, follow up with you on this. But it's one of probably about 20 that I got, maybe more, responses from you, the listeners, who suggested the exact same thing. Hey, can I help you take that material and put it together? And and I have I've had every offer known to man out there in terms of uh, we'll put it together and then we'll share revenue, or I'll just do it for you, or I'll pay to come and intern with you and do it. So I've had every kind of example known to man as a way to work with me on that. I appreciate that. I really do. I take seriously the offers that you all have given me to to help in that process. I haven't really thought about how I'm going to put that together, if it's worth putting together. But as I prepare for next week's podcast, Why Do the Rich Get Richer and the Poor Get Poor? Yeah, we'll look at that and maybe look at how we could put that together in a a helpful little ebook. Probably be something that we'll give away as a resource. It's one of those things where uh, we don't have to squeeze another nickel out of Something, but if it has value, I'd love to put it together and be able to share it. Well, we are already out of time. Remember our quotation for today. Monotony is the awful reward of the careful. Now, just a couple other points I want you to remember. Is the book you got, the coaching you're getting, the seminar you want to go to, is it valuable or expensive? If it changes your life and propels your success, it's valuable, not expensive. Hey, check out our friends at Harry's. If you want that free uh, or the discount on the little razor package, harrys.com, use 48 days. And also, reminder of the uh, event we got coming up here in a few weeks, May 21st, 22nd, Coaching with Excellence. That's our premier event. Filling up fast. We'd love to see you here and help you launch your success as well. Stuck in the J-O-B. Can someone set me free? I've had enough of this. We are getting so many requests for this song. Again, I've talked to our, our web people about making a link somewhere on our site, 48days.com, where you can just go and download this song. Because I, I, had, I met somebody this week at a conference 
And he's got a friend that he works with. They're doing some things together. And his friend's a little girl. She's four years old. This is her favorite song. I said, you can be kidding me. She says, no. She walks around all day long singing a song she wants to hear, that 48 Days song. So we're delighted, again, thrilled that Todd and Emily from GiftySong.com have uh, created this for us. They can do a song for you as well. But uh, delighted to share this as we close out the segment. Jesus. 